raise a family, that they have some of the same opportunities that me and my wife. You agreed that they are, we need to see them as a terrorist organization. On a private cloud server, yes or no? To, to love country, to love God, and, and to try to do the right thing. Worked for the nation and the interests of the people. Welcome back to the Fresh Freedom Podcast, a podcast with five freedom-loving freshmen who are members of Congress. I'm Eric Burleson from Missouri, and today I'm joined by Representatives Josh Burkeen from Oklahoma and Eli Crane from Arizona. You know, as Congress goes, there's always something that comes up last minute. So we may at times not have members join us. Today, we don't have Andy Ogles or Ana Polina Luna, but you know what? That's probably the way it's going to be because all of us are very busy. We all have constituent meetings that come up, and I know that Andy, for example, has in-district things today. But we're looking forward to having the other two freshman members join the crew the next time. And with that, I want to get things kicked off by asking the first question. And that question is a strange one. The question is, what kind of strange questions do you get asked or have you been asked since becoming a member of Congress? I'm going to turn it. The question I keep asking that may be strange to staff in D.C. is, did you schedule me any time to eat? Um, because the, the days are, are so busy that, uh, you, you know, they don't know if you had anything for breakfast and uh, lunch comes and goes without a, a secluded time for that. And then by the time that uh, afternoon rolls around and my stomach is confused because it thinks my throat's been cut, um, I'm starting to ask a strange question that's been happening for weeks. I think staff has now realized that I have to eat. Uh, and uh, so either, it's either uh, scheduled time to eat or eat junk, and I'm, I don't want to do the latter. I have the same thing. That it, to me, it's scheduling time to go to the bathroom sometimes. Sometimes it's like you're in the middle of a conversation, and I have to tell my staff, I have to go to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> like this, because I haven't had a chance all day. And so time out, give me a chance. Yeah. No, I get asked all the time, where do you where do you sleep? A lot of people want to know if I have an apartment or if I sleep in my office. I do sleep in my office. It's pretty amazing. I've slept in worse places before, but yeah. No, um, and then I also get asked all the time, is it as bad as I think it is up there? Is it as swampy as I think it is up there? And the answer is undoubtedly yes, it yeah. is. Um, so um, even though we don't have the other two members with us, we do have. You know, this bust of uh, the former president, who I want to give a shout out to, who's dealing with a bunch of nonsense right now. It is. A political witch, witch hunt that never seems to end. I don't think it ever wins or will. And the one thing I want to say about it is I think they keep going after him, honestly, because he stands, you know, he stands in the way of what they want to do to you. Yeah. And that's the way I've always seen it with this guy. And I'm glad that we have guys like him with as much courage, because honestly, I know a lot of the people up here now. I don't know everybody up here, but I don't think most people up here would with, have withstood a lot of the stuff he has. I think most people would have just faded off into the sunset and been like, you know what? Yeah. I'm done with that. Yeah. You know, I'll, leave, I'll let somebody else fight that fight. So, You're known yeah. by your enemies, right? So yeah. I, a lot of times you can figure people out. You, you know them by their enemies. And so by, by his enemies, you know that uh, he wasn't turning the, the swamp into his own personal hot tub. That's right. Right. Well, the, to your point, what's so amazing about President Trump was that he was a person who was successful outside of politics. And uh, really, I mean, there's a lot of people that think, I don't want to get in politics because I don't want to ruin my reputation. I don't want to, Absolutely. you know, I don't want to sacrifice everything I've built up and, and, and be thrown to the wolves. And sadly, he, this guy, from the moment that he was elected, 
to today, and he's been out of office, he is still being attacked yeah. continuously. And so no, no self-respecting person would want to put themselves through that. Like you'd have, you have to be uh, crazy to want to put yourself through this or really love the country. And I think that for him, it's the latter. Right. No, I agree. I agree. But anyway, shout out to DJT. Yeah, we're pulling <laughs> yeah. for you, DJT. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so the next question is, um, you know, we've been, we've been doing this a while. Some, what things have you, what kind of, what special experiences have you had since being just a few months in? Um, I, you know, I, the, the bust of President Trump kind of helps us pivot for me. Um, the wall to go to El Paso and see a segment of the wall that President Trump put in and um, to be in a helicopter. And uh, Eli and I were at the same time. I don't think we we're in the same chopper. We may be in the same chopper. Okay. I, was, I was strapped in facing the rear. He probably, from a, as a foreign Navy SEAL, was given a, a better position because they weren't afraid he was going to fall out of the plane <laughs> like they were me. But, <laughs> but they had me so strapped in. But uh, I was facing backwards. I didn't vomit on myself traveling. I was proud of myself for that. Um, and to be able to get up with the Air and Marines, the Border Patrol, and to see where President Trump's wall ended, this is like afternoon, yeah. and within 100, 100, 200, 300 yards, it's hard. You know, depth perception is hard when you're that far up in the air. But to see the wall had, had been stopped, and these guys are laying in the uh, um, crevices of this mountainous terrain, hundreds of yards away from where the wall ends. They're waiting to, for nightfall to cross. Right. And to see that and to know that physical barriers work, President Trump just listened to the people on the wall. He employed what they were telling him. And then last week, uh, for another hearing that we had, to be able to ask President Biden's chief of the, of the border, Ortiz, Ortiz uh, whether he um, believes in physical barriers. Mm -hmm. We have a president of the United States right now that in 06 voted, to, to, voted for the Secure Fence Act, which actually um, put physical barriers up. So Raul, Raul Ortiz responded to, to my question, President Trump built 400 miles, or he had 400 miles of wall. Biden comes in, and with 250 miles still slated, fully funded to be um, put up, Biden, by executive order, shuts it down. Did you agree with that? And here's the guy that's an appointee of, of Biden saying, I disagreed with that decision by, by President Biden. Pretty wow. telling. That's bold. Um, it, it, was, it was really bold. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty cool experience. And uh to Josh's point, I mean, you're up in those those helos, and it was group after group after group that just kept seeing the helos fly overhead, and it was interesting to watch them, Eric, because they would they would take off running from the helicopter, and then as soon as the helicopters you know got out of sight, they would just turn right back around and come back because oh, wow. they knew there would be no repercussions if they crossed. And then while we were down there at the the border, not five minutes after we left uh, one of the check stations, uh, a, a load of I think like uh, you know, co cocaine came through in an SUV right wh while we were right there. And then, you know, we finished up our tour. We went to uh, one of the detention centers that they had that they were putting illegals in, in the detention center. And it was just one of the tent cities. I think there were nine of them. And I think each one of them cost um, the American taxpayer, was it like 90? Two, yeah, 200 million over the course two, of the year. 200 million annually. And it would, there's nine of those. Yeah. And it's just unbelievable. And each one of them, I think, took 60 Border Patrol agents off the line trying to catch right. those drugs that we just saw coming through or catch those folks that were trying to cross the border. 
And it's just, it's madness down there. And yeah. it's just unbelievable what this administration has done. And it's unbelievable, you know, when you start talking to some of these folks that are dealing with the fallout of it, having loved ones die of fentanyl or, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's really sad. And you guys went oh, because of the committee that you're on. Yeah, Homeland, Homeland Security. Security. Yep. I went w- with uh, Andy Biggs. Andy Biggs led some led an effort to, uh, Del Rio. Yeah. And I went last week and saw very similar to what you guys saw. I didn't get to ride in a helicopter. So <laughs> oh, that's pretty. I'm cool. gonna have to. I'm gonna have to ask Andy about that. I, my invitation must be in the mail or something. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But it is. It's eye-opening. When you see it on the news, it's one thing. But when you're right there and you see it firsthand, it becomes real. Yeah. And Is that part uh, of the oversight group, oversight committee? Um, I, I don't know. I think it was an open invitation, but yeah. it was. But members of oversight were there. So it was uh, Tim Burchett and me and Andy Biggs. Which if you ever hung out with Tim Burchett, he's a hoot. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. the only guy. He's the only guy in the House floor that has an assigned seat. Because well, he's assigned it to yeah, himself. Yeah, because he assigns it to himself. <laughs> they, they, you can go look this guy up. He walks in. He wears a suit like the rest of us, but he wears a Carhartt car over the big, suit. Big, like, farmer's jacket over his suit. He wore that legit, on the border. Man. It's pretty legit. He wore yeah. the Carhartt over yeah. his clothes on the border uh, when uh, it was, like, 80 degrees. Uh, uh, he's a good dude. I like him. He's hilarious. Okay, so speaking of hilarious, I hear, Josh, you have a video. Um, so, uh, cue the prop. Um, we'll let our uh, vice president of the United States do the uh, talking for us. There was a game, a difference of points, 30-point difference, and she goes into the locker room um, to console those that had lost. And now these are athletes that are used to both winning and losing. Right, so this isn't a place where we're talking about fourth graders. These are people that are advanced in their years. They know how to be good winners and good losers. And so you get to, you're about to hear our vice president um, give a a, uh, a pep talk to those who have just been uh, trounced by a 30 point loss. So cue prop. made all us bison so, so proud. You hustled out there, you are smart, you are disciplined, you put everything you had into the game. And you know, that's what it's about, right? Until the last minute, you guys did that. You didn't stop until the last second you did not stop. And that is so inspiring. So you keep Playing with chin up and shoulders back. Because wow. you showed the world who bison are. Right? I mean, you, literally what you have done is in historic proportion. You know, I was at Howard back in the day where we were just happy that there was a game. <laughs> Much less getting to this place. Right? And I see bison literally all over the world, and we've been talking about you, this team, this team, you all, this team, this year, this team. You make us so proud. So I know you may not be feeling great right now, okay? But know who you are. You are excellence. You are hard work, you are powerful, and you are winners. All right? So please know that. Please know that. And I'll see you later. 
And if you guys ever want to come and do a White House tour, where's the coach? Where's the coach? There you are. Come, so we should, we plan, if you guys want at some point, right? When it's like a, you know, when you feel oh, like playing with these right players, <laughs> just come and we'll do a White House tour, okay? All right, I'm so proud of you guys. So proud of you. Wow. All right, I'll see you later. Okay. So, uh, you know, if they'd been kindergarten or second grade, uh, maybe the comments would have been more appropriate. But, uh, yeah, um, organized well, sports that, at that level. I mean, level. that's someone who walked into the room not having a clue what she was going to say, right? Like, she was not prepped at all or even had a clue what it was like to be on a team <laughs> And what it, but after you lose, you don't want to have a speech. I mean, I actually thought it was pretty good after this. <laughs> after listening to the president for the last two years, oh, you can't string together a sentence oh half gosh. the time. Oh you don't gosh. know what the hell he's talking about. I actually thought that was, he, she he, should be hey, writing his speech. Yeah, that, was not like an, that was not like an Al Pacino, yeah. you know, any given yeah. Sunday speech, right? Participation trophy, man. That's the culture we live in, right? But you can see the look on those guys' faces. They were like, they were down. They were not into it at all. Yeah, that's what happens. Read what the happens room. What happens when you lose a game and then you know Kamala Harris is going to come talk to you? <laughs> I mean, what, what, what's worse, guys? The loss by 30? <laughs> or having to or sit Kamala through. That's right. Coming in and talking to you guys. Well, when she said that I'm so proud of you, you played to the very end, I can't get over the thought that it's just a basketball game. You have to play to the very right, end. Right, you don't right? get a choice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's all the time we have for our second episode. I want to thank everybody for watching. And if you'd like to submit an audience question, please click the link in the, the description below and send us a question. It might be asked in the next episode. Additionally, you can find all of our social media handles in the description below. And please give these guys, give us a follow to keep up with what's going on uh, with us. We'll see you next time on the Fresh Freedom Podcast.